0: Hey guys, just a quick heads up. Next Thursday, October 24th at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, World Shop will be doing our third live show to celebrate hitting 70 episodes. So please come and check it out only on twitch.tv. That will be twitch.tv forward slash World Shop Podcast. Again, that's next Thursday, October 24th at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time only on twitch.tv forward slash World Shop Podcast. Hope to catch you next week. Now, on to the show. Hello, and welcome to World Shop, the podcast where we build worlds based off the role of a 20-sided die. I'm Jordan.
1: And I'm Cody.
0: And with us for a second time are friends of the show, Instant 3Play, Ryan, Carleen, and Alex. Hello. So, as we start this, how are you guys doing? You get to go first, not Cody. Oh, uh, us?
2: Uh, absolutely wonderful. We We're are fantastic. very excited to be on this show right now.
0: I'm spectacular.
3: What does that even mean? Spectacular? Mm-hmm. What? Spectac. The- I am spectacular. Alex, 30 minutes pass. Thank you. <laughs> Cody, how are you doing?
1: I mean, you know, I'm, I'm doing all right. It's just, it's been a long day, and. uh... Do you know what it, like a, a novel hangover is? You know what that? What I mean by that? Like no. when you finish a book, Do you much? read a oh, bad yeah. book. Oh yeah, like no. A book. It's it's that feeling you get when you finish a book, that um,
3: emptiness where you uh, want to read something no, else I know but that. can't actually he read, read anything else. Still. No, no, I know what he means. I get a refractory period between reading books. I can't read. Books back-to-back. Back. I'm gonna hit a what? refractory period. Yeah, I can't do I it. I
4: love doing that.
3: I Because I have been damn, so damn. hard, I'm gonna hit a cooldown period. Yeah, I'm the you know, same way as reading. Alex is, and probably Cody.
1: Well...
2: So what you been reading, Cody?
1: It's, it's not what I've been reading. It's the game I've been playing and just finished, which is Mass Effect. The oh, first Mass Effect. yeah, your favorite game.
2: Ah. And... I, Please have to put a Mass Effect moratorium on this. Cause I'm trying to sit a- Alex's ass down in a computer to play
3: all three. When of he says through. he's trying, Alex. he's only verbally trying. If he would turn yeah. the game on and hand me the controller <laughs> and like you know actually this do something beyond you. saying, "Alex, you need to play Mass Effect," I would be playing it already.
1: I have a really solid piece of advice for you: don't play Mass Effect. It's a poop game. Because here's the thing about Mass Effect. <laughs> oh! No, listen. Rude, ouch,
4: All you right. hurt Ryan so hard. I know,
1: right? Everyone loves that game. But the thing is, they don't love the first one. I'm pretty sure they love the second one because the first game is a broken mess. I mean, it is broken to a frustrating point. And I don't know. I'm just, I'm like glad to be done with it. But by the end of the game, I finally got invested like literally in the last, you, you mean mission. the second
0: where you started having sex? You're like, I am down for this. We're having sex well, now.
1: No, the
0: problem <laughs> was. Alien sex. Sounds like life.
1: The person yeah, I was playing the game with, like as soon as we started it, we're like, okay, this is a flirt through. Our goal is to sleep with a character. Yeah, it's a That's dating it. sim with yeah. guns. So
5: wait, 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 wait.
4: Wait, who did you pick? Who did you pick? Liara,
1: um, which okay, I right, thought right. was a unique choice, but apparently that's just the most no. basic choice. So mm-hmm. I'm like, well. That's a basic
4: big, th- big, wait,
3: big choice. Wait, who's, oh. who does, um, what's your name? The
2: Miranda Lawson.
3: Okay. Yeah. You should have picked, Mor- can you pick Miranda or is she just I a hologram?
2: I don't know.
1: See right there. No, Cody, that fine. thing you're talking Everybody's about, in- that's in Mass Effect too. In Mass Effect One, if you are a female Shepard, you can sleep with Caden and you can sleep with Liara and nobody else. Those oh, are the that's romance it? You options.
4: You can't have you can't have like
1: no Garrus, no Rex, nobody. <gasps> you get Liara and you get and that's what I mean. Is like okay, I thought so I could sleep I, with everything. So to be
4: fair, I uh, I I played Mass Effect Two, so I had all the options in the world.
1: Right? <laughs> I wanted just I wanted to
3: sleep
0: with Garrus. Well, it sounds like you got to play Mass Effect 2, Cody. <laughs> All
4: of them were my choice. Go ahead.
3: Type in the name you All want. All
4: of them were my choice.
3: Cody, um, oh no. it's
2: fine. You, I, I can take that type of, you know. Harassment. Uh, not yeah, harassment. Yeah, his grimacing. It's totally the... <laughs> It's totally the opinion that I would expect from somebody that likes Dark Souls 2, so it's I I don't like Dark Souls 2. No no one likes Dark Souls 2. No, Uh, no. I'm just trying to beat
1: Dark Souls 2 for, like, the completionist in me, but I don't don't like that game. No, but here's the problem. Okay, Mass Effect 1, it fails in the middle. It's a bad first-person shooter. It's a bad moral... It's just, like, mediocre at everything. And it's just... It frustrated me. I just... I got... I was just frustrated. The whole time through... I hated that there's a part of the game. Well, no, this is a spoiler. I won't spoil anything. But uh, put a lot of levels into charm is all I'm going to say because it ends up paying off. I don't know. I just I had that empty feeling of like, ugh.
2: No, it's fine, Cody. Everybody's <laughs> entitled to a wrong opinion. Yeah.
1: Ouch. So. Ouch. Ouch.
0: Do you have anything else to say about Mass Effect?
1: Um. Yeah. Let me tell you about the Mako. The broken shark tank that they got rid of. It was garbage. Anyways, I'm done.
2: Cody, I meditate every day and I don't have to listen to this ma- Mass Effect <laughs> stuff. I can take it. It's fine. The Mako's fine. It's fine.
1: Yeah, it's fine. I couldn't get out of it because it was parked on a slight angle and I spent 10 minutes trying to get out of the car. But yeah, that's that's good. That's that's a well-made game it right It sounds there. like
2: you're just bad at parking. It's fine, Cody. It's all right. <laughs> Why would
1: I have to park? It's a space adventure game. This is not a parking simulator.
2: <laughs> What it's everything?
3: No, it's but Germany has that.
0: <laughs> Probably. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. To get off this train wreck of a topic, what have you guys been into recently? Before we start,
4: um, I've been very, I've been trying to play Planet Zoo with very limited success. Yes. because it's a broken the, game, and I hate it the so
0: game is much. very broken. <laughs> it, is it is so
4: broken, and it makes me very angry. Um, I'm like trying to play it real hard because I want to play it because I loved a uh, Zoo Tycoon as a kid. And I want to relive my childhood memories, but I can't. It won't let me. And I'm very angry about it.
2: Uh, I've just been playing No Man's Sky to no end, and I am sad about it. How? So is is it actually good now, or what's going on with No Man's Sky? It is absolutely wonderful, especially in s- VR. Uh, oh, one of the people VR. that we have on the, on the stream a lot, she is extremely, like, Lucille 2 levels of motion sick. <laughs> <laughs> and she got in one of the starships in VR, and she was like... Ryan, I'm about to throw up. I was like, do you need me to take it off? I was like, no, I think I can handle it for a little bit longer. She wanted to be in there. It's extremely yeah. immersive. They, Just get the bucket. I think they've hammered out a lot of the kinks, and I I think it's a legitimately, legitimately good game. Just
4: based on how much Ryan has been playing it, I'm going to go ahead and say that it is vastly improved because... That's pretty much what he does now. Well, <laughs> he my old that.
2: save file had 45 minutes on it. Now yeah. I'm at 90 Oh, my hours. God. So. You know, every
0: time I'm on <laughs> yeah, Discord, exactly. I just see it pop up with uh, Instant 3Play
3: playing <laughs> <laughs> No Man's Sky. I'm like, really?
0: Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Revealed.
3: Yeah. Um, I have been playing an insane amount of WoW. Basically, if I'm home, which means I just got off work, and I'm not here, and I'm not doing Instant 3Play things or writing for anything D&D related whether it be one shot or a campaign that I intend to do I'm I'm playing I'm playing World of Warcraft Classic not oh, Battle for Azeroth not 8.0 not 8.2 not 8.35 I'm playing classic because it's it's better it's significantly better I, I'm a 52 frost mage I'd like to be a fire mage but fire mages don't become effective until phase 2
2: I can't wait what? until they actually incorporate um you know, uh the other expansions and they just re-release them once again. <laughs> I'm
3: positive they're gonna do that, but <laughs> I would be okay with that. I crave so much to play um the Burning Crusade in live. Only like one percent of the people got it through the uh final raid in Burning Crusade. Wow wow on highest uh ranking. Yeah, one percent of live players and
2: what about dead players? <laughs>
3: Whoa. They didn't get through anything. Yeah, because, you know, all. Yeah. they're... Logically. Yeah. Dead. I mean, statistically. Logically. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I cannot... If they would do that, I would stop at uh, Wrath of the Lich King, because that is my personal and most people's viewings of the best expansion they made yet. Okay, cool. Never played World and of Warcraft. And I know everything in there. I could, pr- I could pretty much run a guild for Wrath of the Lich King. I could take you guys all the way to heroic difficulty every raid. I and mean, I will drag mechanic, you
2: down because I sucked at World of Warcraft. I
3: would, I would kick you out immediately. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love you, man, I but would, you're gone. Kick you
2: from... <laughs> yeah, no, right? I wouldn't intentionally drag Ouch. you down. I no, would just be
3: bad. No, if you have low DPS or you're fucking off, I'd kick you from group and pick up a pug. Well,
4: oh. you know, I'm glad... That's the thing. We'll never be in a group with Alex. Cool.
3: <laughs> this is way too intense. It's Like, um, so how do
0: you kill I know, things? Right? He's just Get like, out. I
4: love all of you, but <laughs>
0: fuck off. You could you can leave.
4: <laughs> right. Oh my god. Why are you so mean?
0: So on my first of all, Cody, so are you
3: dead or alive?
1: No, I'm I'm alive, kind of. Okay, I'm you're still just here. like very. Quiet. I
3: like that I game. That's a pretty good fighting game. Dead or alive. Ah. The, the, the
0: jiggle fixes that on one. that is what turns me off, so. Wait, is
4: that the one with can the serial Can you fix the killers? jiggle?
0: <laughs> I don't think you can fix the jiggle. I think you can just make it no, worse, it's... because that's what that game's about.
2: No, <laughs> it's the Weeboo Waifu fighting game.
3: Weeboo Waifu? What? It's just all anime it's... tits all the time. Okay. Yeah, it's like Tekken, except
2: but
4: with a lot of
3: pandering to okay. tatas.
4: A lot of tatas moving around? I thought Dead or Alive was that.
3: It sounds like it should be a zombie game.
4: Oh, wait. You're
3: thinking of Dead Alive. The, yeah.
4: yeah the okay. I know what you're talking about now. Okay. Yeah, there's boobies in there.
3: Cody?
1: No, I was just going to say, Um, I feel like a lot of those fighting games really are pretty like jiggle physics heavy. Because I'm thinking of like mm-hmm. Soul Calibur. Oh, yeah. Ivy. And uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, even the Ooh. banana hammocks
0: bounce. <laughs> Everything <laughs> is j- just jiggling all over the place in that
3: game. I mean, it depends on who wears it, Antonio Banderas or um, We Man.
5: Uh, what? <laughs> what?
3: Obviously, We Man's on the higher caliber. Can we move on? <laughs> uh, so on my side, things
0: like I'm not going to talk about Dr. Stone for a third week in a row because I think everybody gets the point. Oh, but it's so good. It's though. so <laughs> good. It's good. I just finished, so finished the good. second arc and it's so good.
3: Oh, you Yo, did? You made it through the second yeah. chapter? Yeah. No. I which slacked off, which yeah. issue does that stop at? Eighty one or eighty two? Okay, okay. You're. I just hit forty six. I just hit the end of the first. Oh yeah, yeah.
4: That, that's what I stopped at. I haven't read. Carlene, come
3: on. First. I'm totally okay come with on, that. Come on, Carlene. Please. I have yeah. no problem with that.
4: Explain some stuff though. Yeah, it absolutely <laughs>
3: does. Like hair... Oh, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't want to say much because Ryan. Ryan, you read also. Everybody needs yet. to catch up
0: because Doctor Stone is fantastic. Well, it is. I'm trying
2: to give me two days. i try to finish my hard copy of the boys. And uh, yeah, once I get through that like three thousand count of homophobic slurs in that in that comic, I will catch up to um, uh, Doctor Stone.
0: You... Other than Doctor Stone, um, I started watching horror movies for October and watched the Possession Perfect. of Hannah Grace, which was it was fine we get less of like demon possessions and more of like undead telekinetic powers in that movie and i thought that was an interesting take on demons
4: have you ever seen the um the first season of haunting on
0: I oh, watched so half of it and then I season? got
3: bored.
4: They're about to. I don't know if it's releasing this year. Or next
3: so he definitely year. hasn't seen the second. I thought one season was fine. No,
4: no, it's going to be an anthology essentially. Okay, like, that's next, cool. That's the, cool. The next season's going to be a completely. Different so it's going to be
3: like American Perfect. Horror no Story, which completely that. fell off. But
0: the
4: first season actually kind of scared me. Yeah, it scared. Not in a way that it was like super terrifying, but it was just kind of it was creepy all around. There was a man with a bowler hat and a cane and he floated and it was
3: scary anything that touches upon freaking me out without doing loud audio jump scare sequence, like you hit a large span of silence and then oh no a loud noise in the middle of silence um if you do that you're kind of copping out if you do anything else and you manage to put the fear in me i'm impressed
2: i just go for the horrors that have like that existential dread in them um Obviously, Hereditary is... Oh, example. I have Time. not seen
0: Hereditary. I'm kind of avoiding <laughs> Wait, it.
2: did
1: you say Land Before Time?
2: <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh, yeah. That Hang on a second. A you just thinking. very
1: casually <laughs> said Cute Dinosaur Movie,
2: right? Top three villains. His the Joker, son. Anton Sugar, and then Sharp Tooth. Wow. Sharp Tooth!
0: <laughs> Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, uh, anyway, I've been avoiding hereditary just because I've heard many things about it, but Haunting on Hill House I kind of fell out of after like four episodes.
3: Name two things you heard about um,
0: it. That it's extremely effed up and there's multiple beheadings. Yeah. Uh, okay, yeah. Both correct.
3: Yeah, no, these are words I can stand and by. I,
4: did you get to the man with the, the bowler hat and the he cane?
3: Did. Oh, in Hill House. I don't remember. House on the Hill. <laughs>
4: I don't know that. That was the most terrible. Okay, everything that happened was creepy, but like that, I don't know why that sequence freaked me out so bad.
1: Are you scared of hats? Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> Especially bowler hats. <laughs> don't bring them near me. I just I have no perspective on this, and you're just like, man, that part with the bowler hats. Woof. Yeah. <laughs> it is oh,
3: oh, the bowler hat. Hiding. Roaches don't bother me. It's Ryan. like a
4: really tall man that has a cane and a bowler hat. That's all I could say, and it's scary. Ryan,
3: there's a bowler head in the bathroom. Can you please step on it?
4: <laughs> yeah, take <please. laughs> care of that for me.
0: I think
2: she's more scared of
0: bowlers. <laughs> <laughs> the fine. <laughs> the bowlers are where it's at.
4: Yeah, don't do a strike. Now,
0: I might try haunting on Hill House <laughs> again, but I don't know. It just was too scary. slow for me. <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah, it it picked up like mid season. It dropped off again towards the end. Yeah. I won't say that, but like that mid part was like. Ah.
3: I was hooked quick. Yeah, I found interest pretty immediately.
4: It was scary,
3: but I've only seen sparse episodes while watching with um your lady crew,
4: Clam Jam. (laughs) Yeah, that's what it's
3: called. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, yeah,
4: that's what I call my girl hangout.
0: Oh God! All right, so it is time to get into the episode, Cody. As usual, what was last week? Um,
1: oh. uh-oh. Gosh, dang it! Um, it was not love stories. That's not no, what it was. that was two weeks it ago. Was, uh, oh, it was the freaking
0: pyramid world. Yes, build a world shaped like a pyramid. Because we have one fan, and he hates us. Apparently,
1: <laughs> we I get mean, our first email. This guy's like, "Make a world that looks like a pyramid."
0: <laughs> All right. sure we we can not so i basically did made an abyss and cody did um yours was weird i don't know how to describe it
1: (laughs) i i don't remember what mine was like i just like it
0: was on a pyramid but like the pyramid was just a world that a bunch of like artists or whatever made like as like it was was
1: they they made a pocket universe and then just started screwing with planets to make them look funny and then life was actually really existing on those planets, and hated the fact that someone yeah. had ruined their world and made it. So a basically,
0: it's like every world that we make is going to come and kill us.
1: Yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> that's where I got with it. I remember now.
3: So, so you did Made in Abyss, except instead of having a like a fissure or a crater in the earth with depths, it was layers. Yeah, to it was pyramid. layers to a space pyramid. That's a good flex. That's a good flex to it. That's a good way to incorporate the same themes. Yeah, yeah. Soft flex. Go ahead, Carly. It's Very soft flex. And and still keep the potential of um differentiated layers and settings. Yeah, I was I was proud of it, but it was like very, very, very derivative.
2: <laughs> I'm I'm also very disappointed that both of you didn't do a world based on the food pyramid. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Boo. All right. Oh yeah, what's what's in the top column?
2: Uh mm, sugars.
3: Oh, yeah? What's your favorite sugar? <laughs> Any- Anyways, Cody, what is this week?
0: <laughs> this week, we had the topic, Outlaw Alabama. And the reason <laughs> why we decided these wonderful guests is because you guys were the ones who suggested this. Well, you said it, and I just put it on the list, oh, and you need to suffer with us.
1: I feel like I did this world real weird like. For this being one where we have guests, I probably should have like gone pretty stock and like done our prompt the way we're supposed to. And instead, oh no. I'm like, "What if Cody writes a <laughs> oh fever no. dream and then says it's a World Shop episode? All right, and welcome to World Shop, the
0: podcast where Cody just writes stuff.
1: Great, awesome. Cody's
2: therapy session.
1: Yeah. So just it's it's mine's a little weird. I don't know. It's not well defined. Anyways.
0: No, I like that. All That's right, fun. so you guys ready to roll initiative? I yes. am probably going Fair first.
1: It. I'm I'm rolling a dice roller right now.
2: Uh, I rolled a six.
0: All right. you guys.
2: All right, we're gonna just do disadvantage, I guess. <laughs>
0: okay, fifteen. Oh crap! That's your disadvantage is fifteen?
2: Uh, well, my disadvantage. Uh, what, Alex? You got 13? thirteen? Got is thirteen is lower than fifteen. Yeah. Well, I was just saying what I was. I also have
3: 13. Yeah, then 13. Okay, well, 13, then gosh.
0: I'm going first because I also rolled a 15.
4: Woo. Ah, going i going last.
0: Because I'm trying one of my jink-ass oh. um, accents again. So here we go. And Woo. before I start, I just want to say a disclaimer that this is completely satire. And I am not trying to offend anybody.
2: Oh, I love Don't
4: that Don't offend disclaimer. Alabama. Yeah, I'm I, I, and I mean,
0: like, if I offend people, I'm sorry. But, like, thanks for the publicity. Uh, well
2: for context we're from louisiana so we're trying to make sure that uh we at least have some standing above
0: y'all's from louisiana so um yeah i'm gonna use my awful accent for this but this is outlaw alabama and i mean just starting off i don't really have to say too much but for geography it's alabama (laughs) <laughs> so here's my Thanks. first section with geography um, I'm going to do this like I usually it's do with Alabama. different characters And my first character is from Willie Johnson And I'm going to take a drink of water before I actually start Okay, here I go I'm nervous and embarrassed because I hate doing accents in front of people So here Jordan, I go
1: You are great at accents yes. and I'm I'm so terrible excited. at them, Cody, shut up uh, We wait. watched
0: as the bombs at a race-out world drop one by one Gone was the corrupt government that no longer had the interests of the people and gone were the corrupt people who would lead others astray. The devil had taken over, creating laws to oppress and tricking people to believe his way was the right way. But we knew what was coming, the wars and rumors of wars that would lead to the end of days, the apocalypse that was promised in our Bible. So we prepared ourselves and we watched from our bunkers, the only thing that kept us safe from the destruction above. We were hidden away from the destruction, and we were safe together with our family, our food, our guns, and our religion, and our music. All things the corrupt world tried to take away from us. Ten whole years passed down here, and the world above us healed. It's funny how time slips away when you're partying and drinking with your loved ones down below. We grew tired of waiting to reemerge, so when our radiation counters continued to read zero, we knew it was not a fluke, and we came back above the ground to be greeted by our beautiful countryside, our sweet home Alabama. Our cities were torn down and overgrown. Our rivers were flooded, but green life still existed above the ground. One would be inclined to rebuild civilization and start over, but this seemed to be better. A world without the sins of man to corrupt it. No longer would the government tell us how to live. No longer would some man on top take what was our natural rights. We could live here forever undisturbed. My family moved from the bunker towards Martin Lake, a great place to set up camp. We had water, a large forest for supplies, and the rest of the open country. But of course, we found we were not the only groundhogs emerging from down below. We ran across other people who were smart enough to bunker down. The warnings of Apocalypse were all there, but only a few people were awake enough to see them. I was happy to see that we weren't the only people smart enough to survive. With the other survivors, we decided that there would be no laws. Instead, there would be three rules to live by. One, the land belongs to no one. Our world is ours now. No one can tell us what to do with it. Whatever you come across belongs to you. No one can take it from you, but it is the right of all men to fight for what they believe is theirs. Two, there ain't nothing wrong with drinking a little bit of liquor all day and every day that's what life was for drinking and dreaming and three families is important no matter what nothing comes between family your family your way of life no one can say anything different we took the land around martin lake the mccrees went up north the moors went south and from what my cousins say there are people out to the east and the west but of course there is no way of telling who is out there and where because all communications are cut off. No more cell phones or electronics that turn your brain to mush. Just the wide open country. We hit it off with the moors though. They send a messenger back to us every now and then. There are no state lines anymore so down south they have claimed the entire stretch of beach that Florida's panhandle had stolen from us. Despite nuclear destruction the world stayed mostly the same. There are a few craters here and there, but that we avoid at all costs because of the concentrated radiation that of course exists at the center. Birmingham and the surrounding area is freaking gone, as well as Montgomery, but things seem to be doing just fine without them. The rivers run clean, the animals run free, and the sun rises and sets like always. Alabama is beautiful as ever, even more so without the laws of a corrupt government. Okay, so the most change to the current geography of Alabama is some of the major s- cities are just now craters, and the rivers run a bit wider. The forests and green life have begun to take over the remaining s- cities and residential areas. Um, there are still buildings and stuff standing, um, even though most of it is ruins from- because of the nuclear attacks that kind of shook the world apart, and that is my geography.
1: Jordan, I just, I'm just curious. Um, how do people feel about the government in Outlaw Alabama?
0: Um, They feel great about it, Cody.
1: It seems like kind of positive-ish, you know, maybe.
0: Yeah, ve- very positive. It al- it's all <laughs> Alabama, <laughs> everybody loves the
3: government.
1: I just feel like every other word was like, and then
2: the government.
3: <laughs> the Jordan, government.
2: I-, I wish I could have stole you for more voices.
3: Really? Yes, me too. Oh,
0: gosh, I thought I did terrible.
3: That was fun. Anyways. No, you did excellent. I loved it. Oh, I love this. Is My face only ever I wish I could get a screenshot of it. And I think you guys are next.
2: Okay. Uh, I'm going to start off with saying we're sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. Um, okay. We have some narratives, but uh, wow. Okay. Um, this <laughs> might go Jordan, completely different. Sorry. So we'll stop at geography after this, the appearance, but... Okay, so we'll start out with the same a little bit of a narrative, just to kind give of a introduce the intro. idea. Yeah, let's do this. All right, so start off in a highly secured office in the Pentagon. Intel Officer Randall Keys interrupts Admiral Leslie Eccles during oh, a meeting.
4: Keys, haven't I told you that walking into a briefing like this is a clear breach of protocol?
2: S- sorry, Admiral. Urgent news has just arrived. Our spies found a way to shut down the cloaking device.
4: Oh, um, that's wonderful. Gentlemen, please forgive the interruption. Go ahead, Keys.
2: Well, the the only issue is that we may be a little bit too late. It's back. And it may already be too close of range to prevent any collateral damage. Well, where is it? The Gulf of Mexico. Heading straight towards its origin and descending quickly.
3: Admiral Kreese! What is he talking about?
4: Gentlemen... America is potentially on the brink of the greatest struggle in recent oh, history. Man. Our greatest oversight and failure to act has come back to enact retribution on this nation. The holy rogue nation. The breakaway state.
0: Outlaw Alabama.
3: <laughs> I love it. Alabama is a breakaway nation. A rogue state returned for war. <laughs> so I'm going to preface this by saying I I personally have... I'm
5: sorry. ...have... <laughs>
3: I have family and hunting camps in Alabama and to be fair I'm sorry. <laughs> I am sorry and I think all wooded area and houses and camps in Alabama are practically the same thing. So most of my personal world creation is going to be based off of the thoughts I formed about this this state as a little a little wee Alex. <laughs> wee Alex. A little wee Todd Alex fleeing from hurricanes in my youth, and oh, the family geezer. and the experience that I had there. So I'm going to be drawing from some very personal things, and I think I earned the right.
2: It's coming from the deep, deep recesses, <laughs> the depths, the depths of Alex's favorite period. And mine yes. is from going right. to Mobile Bay a couple of times. Also, uh, what's it called? Um, just uh, what's the beach called? Oh, uh, Orange? No, uh, 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 Gulf Shores. Why yeah. am I thinking yeah, of fucking, Gulf Shores? Why I am I thinking of Gulf time. Shores? I don't know. It's a beach. Yeah, That's it's fine.
4: Beach.
3: That's right, beach. So...
4: <laughs>
3: wow, that was bad.
4: All right, Water's so great. the geography,
2: would you like to take over for that, Carlene?
4: Uh, yeah, I'm going to get into that right quick. All right. Geog- right trick? <laughs> right trick. All right, so generally it's bogs and swamps, woods and pines, beaches and gulfs. Outlaw Alabama has just about anything but snow. It's notable that the artifactual mountains were added with the use of oyster shells, which are a pride of the land. Beginning with the day and night, well, okay, I want to start a little bit broad here. Outlaw Alabama has three seasons. We got hunting, we got shucking, and we got fishing. Each takes up about five months of the year as the calendar year has now extended so that they could fit more seasons into it. Three new months are... October just before October. November just after November. And March, just after the March. There was an attempt to extend the day by chasing the sun through the Gulf, but that plane was dropped when the sun was just too fast. Can't God, catch he's
3: it. so fast. Too fast, can't I've catch it. I done chased him a few times myself. Mm-hmm.
4: Too fast, can't catch. <laughs> that son of
3: a gun. <laughs> there son y'all. He-
4: of a gun. <laughs> The land is not divided as huntsmen's and holy man's commingle with ease, but certainly there may be some portions that contain different ratios, but each population is almost... Randomize. So, uh,
2: if for any clarity
3: through the thick accents, um, <laughs> <laughs> because we know that when we hear Carlene in human, we understand her, but sometimes <laughs> when we check the audio, Y'all it's like a different language.
4: you leave me alone.
3: Yes, Alabama is a
2: semi floating. Um, Holy Land that has uh, seceded from the nation by literally leaving the nation. They're gone.
4: They're gone. Baby.
2: Alabama.
3: It's not just seceded; it's a breakaway state. Yes, the literal breakaway state. They're in the state Alabama of breakaway. Alabama
4: has ascended and gone into the heavens and returned to the Gulf of Mexico from which it came.
2: <laughs> so, okay. Um, <laughs> I
0: love fantasy uh, I'm take Alabama. The away from the castle in the sky.
1: <laughs> so you're right. I, I mean. <laughs> like i i know the the whole rule of improv is yes and but um atlanta's <laughs> landlocked except for like one tiny little bit of it
2: yeah it that, we we thought like, it was going to float away but no it literally floats away and took off it yeah. was it just broke away but the, the gods
4: have in the governed sky. it so <laughs> oh it so floated, it's floating
3: um, there were
4: Alabama is the chosen (laughs) land. It has been chosen among the United States of America to be the representative land.
3: They realized there was a third dimension of float. It was height. And they floated towards the height. So when you
1: say float, you don't mean like on the water. You mean as in it is in the air, just floating around. Yes.
3: Yes. The castle. So you
0: know the
2: song, Can You Take Me Higher by Creed? It's kind of like that.
1: (laughs) Yeah. That song
4: was about outlaw and Alabama.
2: Okay, I get it now. All right, I'm there. I'm with you all right uh so uh i guess we'll just pass it off to cody right yep yep mine's different
1: (laughs) (laughs) that's good that's good that's awesome Uh, all right forge fires burn in a small dirty iron belly an old man cranks a rusty blower embers glow and smoke The old man's eyes weep as gnarled hands clutch a hammer. The hammer rings and sings. The old smith pounds out nails, horseshoes, and spades. The night grows and the hammer sings. Down the gravel road comes another. In time with the hammer strike, he plays a simple song. He has long hair, a beard, sunken weary eyes. He wears a wide-brimmed hat with a feather stuck in the band. Well, the outlaw poet decides to come play a song for a sad old blacksmith now uncle don't be unfamiliar i would never wander this way without coming to play you a song to lift those hard spirits well then play my work could use music he begins a quiet song uncle whistles and a horse stomps and shuffles up to the fire the beast steps with lopsided with lopsided pained hoof falls the smith's hands are rough and stiff as iron but he rubs the horse's muzzle and whispers in its ear, treats him gentle. And with not a struggle at all, he lifts the horse's leg and pops off the first old shoe. Arthritis and numbness have not made Uncle's hands less. Cra- forget his craft. He works smooth and slow, all the while whispering to the horse. With easy taps and light touches, he shoes the horse, causing no more discomfort than a breeze. The outlaw poet stops playing. I write songs about heartbreak, love, friendship, family, death, and all matter of poignant thoughts. But you speak more to kindness with that hammer and chisel. Uncle cries as smoke swirls in his eyes. That is the end of section one. So, what's this geography? It's not world building. Yeah, yeah, Um, please tell me,
3: what's this geography? Alabama! Well... (laughs) No, yours was awesomely cryptic. Uh, I love it. It's rural, and there is a gravel road... (laughs) Thanks,
5: Cody. There are ground
3: goats <laughs> in America. I feel like I just had a dream.
0: Yeah.
3: Yours was awesomely cryptic. <sighs> don't don't praise him. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I I meant it from the depth of my heart. This. Well,
0: yeah,
1: like I said, it ends up reading a little bit like a fever dream. So you're not wrong. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I just kind of I just kind of looked at my dream journal and this was the last time. So my flora and fauna is extremely short because,
0: again, that- it's Alabama, guys. <laughs> yes. So um, this next part comes from Shiloh Jones. Well... Despite all the nuclear destruction the world seems to be doing just fine. No people left except for us who hid underground but the animals are doing alright. You see the animals are smart. They probably knew when the destruction was going to happen and knew where to hid. Hide. Oh my lord. So they are doing just fine up here. And that's all fine and dandy because without them we would have to eat freeze dried food and fruit snacks for the rest of our lives until the supply underground died out. (laughs) Of course, there is probably a Twinkie factory or some storehouse around these parts, but who knows? With our guns and ammo that we store with us, we are able to hunt. We aren't completely caveman and it. We find other supplies throughout rundown cities. Some people are afraid of ammo supplies running out, so they make bows and manual weapons, or even find them in the remnants of old sporting goods stores. But I think, shoot away! A bullet flies faster than an arrow. Guns aren't gonna run out. We still find plenty of guns and ammo stored, stores, buried underground from back when that Obama tried to steal our guns away. Everything will be perfectly fine and dandy. We go to the rivers to fish, we take any fresh vegetables we can plant or stumble across, and we shoot anything that moves. It's a brilliant life out here in the lands of Alabama. And that's my flora fauna.
1: Okay, so fruit snacks? (laughs)
0: Yeah, fruit snacks. What else would you (laughs) take in a doomsday bunker? What else would you take Uh, with you?
4: No. Honestly, when you said when they had guns, I thought you said gums, (laughs) and I was thinking of gummies.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we have fruit snacks
3: and gummies, and that's really all we do down here.
4: Yeah, they all Look, roll in the Troll Brights. So
3: I want to ask you, close. how long do you think Gushers last? I know they oh, have a printed expiration date. Probably like
4: 50 years. F-
0: forever. Yeah, I know
3: they have a printed pr- expiration That's date. That's why I threw in fruit snacks, so I'm pretty sure fruit snacks are
0: endless. Gushers?
2: No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gushers are like man-made geodes. They will fossilize yeah. into something where and then you then crack it oh up, and God, you get that, that like sweet fruit
0: juice on the inside.
4: Yes. Yeah.
3: Oh, my God. Oh, man. Can we start uh, a gusher show? <laughs> just, yeah. Just the <laughs> yeah, Absolutely.
2: There is a whole, like, subspecies of rabbit that just found sour Skittles and is, su- like, specifically surviving is off that the real? Bottom. Oh, my
3: God. Really Ryan, are they
4: sour to taste? Ryan,
3: we have always tried to come up with creative things for your dehydrator. You know, jerky gushers. Being the first step.
4: Dehydrate gushers gushers, de- gushers. 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 Do it. Do,
3: do. You know that'll just make the best part of the gusher dehydrated, right? It's
4: fine. It'll be a hard candy. The
3: center? Yeah, it's gonna dehydrate. I thought it couldn't pierce the the chewy go- the, the, the core. The, <laughs> the chewy. <laughs> we'll we'll talk about this later. <laughs> what science?
2: <laughs> so for our flora and fauna, it's off. Uh, it's also pretty short. Uh, this comes from the Encyclopedia Alabamica, which was recently penned. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, here's how it will go: Although there are some prevalent enough species and subspecies of flora, shamanism is specifically banned. So most of it's for nurturing fauna and for direct application, or just chewing on, like our specifically G- GMO chewing tobacco. You can pull it right off the tree and start chewing it like gum. <laughs> mm, nom, 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 mm. nom. On the topic of fauna, the seasons can affect the creatures present. During hunting and fishing season, the largest of the land and sea creatures often hibernate respectively since they recognize the time of year when they are culled. However, the stragglers do exist, as do brood nests. The large size and aggression of fauna is not limited to the mammals like bears and hares, but also can be found in spiders and skeeters. Uh, for other people, that's known as a mosquito. <laughs> uh, you see, Alabama mosquito is a particular threat, as it's ever active and only peaks in activity during the fishing season. Also, the jackalope exists now. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <Not that. laughs> wait, wait a second. Has the jackalope Hold ever on.
1: existed in Alabama? <laughs> now
2: it has. <laughs> That's
0: fantastic.
2: They've become sentient beings that hunts the huntsmen, <laughs> resulting in a staggering three completely survivable gouges per year. That's all of the section. Yes, jackalopes do exist, and they kind of attack hunters, but they, nobody has died yet from them. Oh, okay.
4: is, is there a
3: chance of one person being, being staggered by a jackalope three times in one year? <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> Statistically?
2: Probably. That's Rickety Rick. He's a little bit weak on the legs. <laughs> that's Rickety, Rickety, Rickety Rick. He's
3: got the rickets. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, crickets.
4: So do you think it tastes more like a rabbit or deer?
3: Oh, that's Ooh, a very yes. good question. Oh. I kind of want to fry oh. this up and see did... what it tastes like.
4: I know. That's what I'm saying. Oh, I I mean, frying right up is up not gonna, fair
2: because yeah, it makes it taste good no matter it's what. It's going to taste yeah, like
0: breadcrumbs.
4: Ooh. It really mm-hmm.
2: goes well in a stew best oh, if you want yeah. to really judge the character of the meat. Some
4: caramelized onions and rice.
2: I don't know if you guys have ever seen what a uh, prepared rabbit looks like for cooking, but it looks like a skinned cat. You could not know the difference between a rabbit and it's a cat. Scary.
0: So are
4: you saying we should skin some cats and stuff them?
0: No. no I, I heard they have like, fish-like <laughs> bones. It was really gross.
2: What? Yes. Yeah, yeah. So, so things have changed through this like uh, seemingly magical holy power of Alabama, and you know, so far the jackalopes <laughs> there, but I mean, they they changed the seasons, you know. So now the jackalope. Uh, what what was some they things hunt. that we said? Like uh, they managed to like when they finally first found it, they tried to teach it sign language, and they taught it the concept of um, death. death and humans, and these jackalopes just went. They didn't like. It. That's right. 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 <laughs> now that
3: they've become sentient and they understand that um, I am I. The concept of death, like, well, first they had to learn the concept of time. Do
2: you think they had their say own civilization? I, they say, I have thoughts, therefore I hop.
3: Yeah, so. I have thoughts, <laughs> therefore I hop. <laughs>
2: so. Do you think
4: <laughs> they have their own civilization?
2: Well, the jackalibs? Yeah. They are a fledgling troop right now. They haven't made so any like, technology they're yet. They're like cavemen? I mean, it's like, you know how crows use sticks? Brave men, brave men. You know how crows use sticks to, like, fish Uh out ants from ant piles? Or
3: other sticks. Sometimes crows use short sticks to fish out long sticks.
2: So they have, like, antlers that can do that job for them. They just Are you
4: implying that jackalopes eat ants through their antlers?
2: Yeah, they have jackalope spotters. One of them, like, since it's at the top of their head, they have to have another one to tell them where to point it, just like snipers in the army. World Shop, the jackalopes podcast. So
4: jackalopes are part of the army now? yeah wow
2: so um that's the our f- Alabama <laughs> army that's our flora. take it away Cody I, I think we should just add a world
0: topic
1: called jackalopes now <laughs>
2: <laughs> that'll be the
0: fail world moving on jackalope world
1: Apparently there's just a whole plethora of stuff
0: to talk about
1: with the Jackalope <laughs> Societies and, and how they're tool users.
2: Honestly, I kind of want
1: to learn oh, more oops, about the jackalopes. so I feel like that's
0: going to take up the rest of our time.
2: Yeah, invite us back on when you accidentally roll a Jackalope World. <laughs> yeah. Right, right, because <laughs> oh that God, exists in my d 20 It's
3: going on the list right now, Jackalope World. Yeah,
5: exactly, there
3: you go. <laughs> Tell me about the Flora and flauna. Fauna. Uh, okay. Amazing. <laughs> Tell me about the Jackalope.
1: Um... C- cody go yeah so this is my flora and fauna section it's called the Ballad of the taxman and the herd
0: oh my god
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay it sounds like you're trying to rush through it i haven't read
1: that play uncle sits by the fire making horseshoes <laughs> uncle it ain't no honor being <laughs> poor but it's no measure of a man neither But it is a sin to curse another with poverty when you're living big and fat in a nice house. Down the road from here was a woman named Miss Eliza. Miss Eliza was a darling woman. She had herself a husband and a whole gang of children. They worked and lived together pleasant and simple. Cows were their trade and their children were taught right to be gentle and love each one of them every time i would walk down there to shoe a horse or fix an axe miss eliza would had a pie in the window and cold clean water for a guest that all changed one day the tax man is a filthy and backwards creature eyes shot red and a greed that knows no bottom he works for the mayor who may be the real devil but the taxman was certainly a lesser em well one day the taxman come accountin' and tallying ted head here a hundred gallon there more calves every year and a box for each however he set his eyes to miss eliza but thought the taxman she is married what can i do he hated that whole big nice family and blamed them for keeping Miss Eliza away from him. So each turn of the season he would come and count and take all in the name with and with the authority of the mayor. But vengeance was not enough. He was smitten. So under cover of night he slipped under onto the farm. There he found Miss Eliza's husband working in the barn. He was a careful and gentle man. But it is not hard to spook livestock, get all that massive weight moving. In the morning, he was found dead, trampled by the livestock he loves. After that, the taxman got to be real friendly, stopping by and offering to help Miss Eliza even as she mourned. But that woman was no fool. I was there the day it happened, the taxman come a-calling, all grinning and strutting up, and Miss Eliza welcomed that imp into her home with all the warm greetings and promises of good food. No sooner did the door shut than all Miss Eliza's family come, <clears throat> come away from their work and all walk up quiet like to the house, each through a different door. Next I heard a racket, only lasted a moment. Then Miss Eliza came out the house with a rather long bundle, threw it in the bed of the old pickup truck, and drove off. We're all outlaws out here, we just get there in different ways.
0: So, I just want to throw out, are, are you done, first of all? Yeah, I'm done. I <laughs> just want to throw out that you wrote, like, a really sincere Alabama tale. I wrote a joke, and they wrote about jackalopes. I just want to say, that's really, that's the spectrum of yeah. this show. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I- I'm gonna go ahead and shoehorn in there too. That uh, Cody, you accidentally made Alex laugh harder than I've seen in a very long time yeah. because there was a misunderstanding here. You men- Alex mentioned Uncle Whistles. So every time you said Uncle, we didn't know that there was a character named <laughs> the Uncle. Fo-
3: the following word to Uncle, I think we thought person. there was
2: a man named Uncle Whistles, and then afterwards we thought there was a man named Uncle. So Seth. did I? Okay, so okay, so I'm glad
1: that I wasn't no. the
0: only one. No, the character's name is Uncle. I thought his name was sentence, Uncle Whistle, and then you said Uncle whistle, I'm like, wait, what?
1: No. I'm uncle uncle Whistled for the horse. Oh, I heard up. Uncle is Whistle this,
0: and the horse.
1: This, <laughs> I said... There's just people that are qualified by what they do most. What I said was Uncle Whistles
3: and a horse walks no, I mean, up.
2: No, we understand that. Yeah, but can
3: but Uncle no. Whistles not be a name? Tell me now. Oh, gosh. <laughs> here's
0: my Uncle Whistle, oh, no, my and here's his horse, Uncle Sits.
3: <laughs> no, Uncle Whistles is running the surprise party. He got the cake and everything. But he always he really whistles, so, so, away, so he, though, we know when he's he coming hide, around. He but he
1: keeps whistling. This is what I get for having really bad phrasing sometimes. Like, I just, I don't construct no, sentences well, and then they come off as unclear. Because now that I'm reading it back, it really sounds like I have a character named Uncle Whistles.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it really does. So so I'm just going to have to get into Gosh. it Because my next part is extremely long And I am very sorry Because okay, I just started writing And I
3: couldn't stop myself Tell us when we're allowed to make fun oh, of it.
0: Whenever Oh, whenever you no, want No,
1: no, no, look Here's what's going to happen You're going to interrupt him for two seconds To make one funny comment And he's going to lose his mind
5: Absolutely We're
4: ready
0: I was born for this Okay Oh, sorry. I was waiting for someone to interrupt me. Okay. No. What right. <clears throat> well, should I listen when they hey, said- Hey, Jordan, can I ask you, you something mother- real quick, though? What? <laughs> what, Cody?
3: <laughs> He's going to slap.
1: So did you say that they reclaimed part of the panhandle?
0: Yes, I did say that they reclaimed the panhandle. Yes. <laughs> How do you handle a pan? So so, so now Alabama is full of a square up. that like, has that little panhandle cut out. So but, what? Right.
1: And I just wanted to make sure that they. I'm have glad that you had to make flight. sure as
0: soon as I opened my mouth. Thank you. Cody. Yeah, no, I was just curious about it. Right. Okay, that's
3: all. yeah. Any other questions, Cody, or you gonna wait till I start speaking again? I was gonna say that I'm a panhandler, but I don't know if that's a good thing.
1: Probably
3: not. Are you Are you done? Huh? Hello. I,
1: yeah, I mean, I just wanted to know about the panhandle.
3: <laughs> okay. This. wouldn't ne- know how to handle the pan? This
0: next section comes you're from Shane Williams. And here I go, Cody. Alex. Alex, mm-hmm. Ryan, right. Carly, everybody, good. Okay. Hello. Hello. I got you. I said anything. We should have listened when they said build a wall. Our country is completely vulnerable to aliens. And I'm not talking about non-Americans. I'm talking about men from space. Me and my sis were traveling up north towards where Tennessee should be, and that's when we saw them. Tall, humanoid figures clothed in white with large TV screen black heads. They were stalking wait, through wait, the wait, lands. wait, 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 wait. Black, wait, wait, wait. Cody.
1: Is this a crossover with FLCL?
2: No, it's not, Cody. <laughs> but I was thinking Uh-oh, about FLCL coming. when I made up the aliens. Also, uh, I, I will jump in. You said large TV screens like heads or TV screen like heads? Or are they heads like TV screens? I don't are know
3: how to t- answer no, that question. Ghost
0: are their heads named TV screen? No. <laughs> Can we just play 20 <laughs> questions oh, with this then? <laughs> Next question. Why not? <laughs> I'm it. done. We're never having guests again. The <laughs> show's over. We I meant to end the really show did. last episode when Cody kept making fun of me, but now we're officially done.
1: Jordan, you quit every week. At some point, <laughs> I just stopped believing, you know? <laughs> <It's->
0: <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Oh, <it's> like Christmas. <laughs> they were stalking through the land spraying what could only be poison on the ground, so we did what any normal Alabaman would do. We shot at them! They scattered and ran screaming unintelligibly until a tank showed up. We booked it, traveling all the way back to Johnson Settlement, way down south at Martin Lake. They agreed we needed to build a wall around Alabama in order to keep them aliens out. We wouldn't have enough ammo to start a war, so a wall would have to do. We have sent a few people to build a wall using tools left over from the corrupt world before. Hopefully, our efforts will keep us safe. This next section comes from Willie Johnson. We thought aliens up north was bad enough, but things just kept getting piled on the fire. Across Lake Martin is where we found a group of people trying to revive the old dam. You see, we rejected the previous technology, even the stuff we used in the bunkers for a reason. So we talked to them and found out their goal was to use their knowledge to rebuild civilization after the fall of man. And you can see where this gets derivative. (laughs) They were starting with bringing back electricity, and then they were going to revive the laws and constitution, bring order to the disorder after the fall. But of course, man was supposed to fall, so why rebuild? You see, if we rebuild civilization, corruption will only be brought back. You start with electricity, and then next thing you know, we will be dropping bombs on people we disagree with. How do we decide who gets technology? How much it will cost, and who controls the distribution of it? Soon enough, we will be back in the same situation with the walls overreaching such. Laws are fine, but it is the lawmakers that are the slime balls. They only make these laws in order to benefit themselves. Who would be the ones in charge, and why would they get to have a say on what happens in Alabama? With civilization comes currency, and we all know how money corrupts. We, the people of Alabama, have been just fine. We've been living here for the last two years in pretty much harmony with our three rules. We don't need electricity. We don't need science. We don't need laws. We have what we need, and we can just live off the land. So if they want to bring back civilization and order, then we must be the disorderly. If they want to write laws, then we must be the outlaws. It is our goal to follow our own guts, live in the land, off the land, and strive for our own. We don't need a government to tell us what to do. My niece says I've blown things way out of proportion. Sounds like she wants a cell phone. But just watch. If they have their way, evil will come back into the land. It will start with the deadly sin of greed. People striving for the next big thing, waiting for video games and internet to turn their minds to mush. Next we'll be worshiping whatever idols they can build, persecuting good men like myself for having morals, and this new chance we have been given will fall right apart. If it is order they want, then we must be the disorder. We must be the outlaws that protect our sweet Alabama. This last part comes from Jesse McGinnis, Science Director, Northern U.S. Settlement. Well, uh, things have gotten a tad bit complicated as of recent, so... I will just start from the beginning. Our scientists had seen them coming for a while, a meteor shower coming directly towards Earth. We tried to warn people, but of course some just ignored it, thinking it was just a false alarm. Others thought it was a trick, as if the government was trying to cover up an incoming nuclear war. But of course, despite the negative reaction, we still took action. We built shelters up north, away from where we thought the meteors would fall, and we dug deep underground. We accepted all who came and had many supplies for before, during, and after the strike. Most people wisened up when the skies turned red and headed up here for sanctuary. It was like a mass exodus to the safe zones in the country, but many self-proclaimed apocalypse preppers that lived deep down south had already hidden away in their personal bunkers. They blamed this on the government, stating that foreign powers were going to nuke the U.S., that this wasn't a natural occurrence but an all-out war caused by our government. Though we disagreed, we hope they stayed safe against the strikes. Well, the meteor struck and completely messed everything up. They sent out a pulse killing all of the electricity above ground and burning up most of the things they landed near. The South was completely devastated as well as many areas across the world. We lost communications with other countries and decided to focus on America. Up North, we were prepared. We saved millions of people, but even with the planning, the world was still pretty messed up. So we started to rebuild little by little. Starting with the North, we built up cities, brought back power grids, created medical centers, and built walls around the new world. But then there was the question of the South. What would we do with it? It was completely devastated, but nature was quick to take over and regrow. So we waited a few years, maybe too long. Year 10, we started the relief in the South. Sending scientists down to help rebuild the land and retrieve anyone who was living down there. But of course, when we made it to Alabama, we ran into a little bit of trouble. Most of the other citizens we found in the South were accepting. The Alabamans, on the other hand, shot shot at us, thinking our restoration suits were (laughs) aliens. They then tried to build a wall to keep us out. So we just let them have it. Seemed like they were doing just fine. We set up a way to monitor them should they need any help, but we will continue to rebuild on our own. They will build their wall, and unbeknownst to them, we will help on our side. Alabama will be its own entity." Yeah, I know that's just leaving the problem for someone else, but there are those, of course, who completely agree with you. A rogue team of scientists went down there with their own goals of restarting civilization. It was not received well, and it seems like the Alabamas formed a coalition against them, calling themselves the Outlaw Country, Wallabama. Nice.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, I didn't want to interject. That was so oh, that's good. Fantastic. Uh, number one. Um, so I was gonna say that I would totally play this Fallout game. This <laughs> um, wall-out,
3: wallout game. Wallout game. <laughs> uh,
2: well, were they nuclear meteors or were they
1: just
3: just regular, regular old meteors, meteors
0: and, and then... they perceived them as being nuclear? And I but mean, but didn't
1: they say they had like rad meters that were showing that they were ra- irradiated? Like no, they, they was... said that oh, the rad, rad meters
0: kept showing that everything was normal.
2: Oh, sorry. What what happened was I wasn't listening to you. That's I'm sorry, Cody. You didn't realize that those rad <laughs> those rad meters were made by the yes
3: government. <laughs> the government. Cody gave them the rad meters. They were trying to trick them to keep them underground. That Obama! Rad meters made by the government and rad meters made by surfers. Rad meters.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. Rad. Yeah,
3: one of them measures in um. weight, surfs up. Roll tide, hand tide. <laughs> yeah. uh, everybody roll for tide?
5: <laughs> 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 <laughs>
4: got in
3: Little, mat- I only 20. got an 11. 24. Wait, what modifier Wait, do I add to that?
4: About to, um... cool. <laughs>
2: That's it. <laughs> cool. plus cool. <laughs> All right. Uh, so I guess we're up yep. now, huh? Yeah. All right. So this is going to be our society past and current and right. we have kind of a little uh scene. Yeah, set so up.
4: we um we ask like how did this happen, right? And we ask a random person on the street kind
2: of like no yeah, just give it from like the historical standpoint.
4: Okay. So I'm a historical person. All right. <laughs> I'm <laughs> a
2: historical person.
4: <clears throat> <clears throat> Let me take a sip of my wow. A sip of the wow. Uh,
3: That's vodka
2: you mm. Your history,
3: Ian, That's historian.
4: Water. I'm a historian. Well, well, well. You want to know what happened? I do. How an outlaw first happened? I do. Oh, you want to know about that? God, um, why don't you tell me now? Well, take a seat. I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you know how it happened. I'm
3: plopping this rump down right <laughs> in here. Right. Take it.
4: Take sit, take your seat and take notes, cause I'm ready to tell you the story of. Outlaw, Alabama. <laughs> well, let me tell you, it first started with the Harry Potter's blasphemy. You mean Dumbledore's army? Then the Ratburn wedding. And then, and then we turn on the TVs, and then we see Diego the from the Dora the Explorer... <laughs> Was revealed to be an undocumented. Who knew <laughs> cartoons? Who knew?
3: How could they?
4: Who, who who knew they could be so controversial? How could
3: they? Who would they?
4: I don't know, but man. And then the final straw happened. Do you know what the final straw was? I'm
3: I want to. I want to hear it. Why don't you tell me <laughs> I'm now? I'm
4: becoming a little Brit- British here. I don't know why. Scene. <laughs> ah.
2: There is a small bar in the Florida and Alabama border called the Florabama. It's real. This is the day that everything changed.
4: This is the day.
2: This is and incredible. also the Florabama totally exists. Was this it's when it's the Fire bad
0: Nation attacked? Well, <laughs> uh, <laughs> exactly.
2: So there is a, there on the two sides of the bar, there is a Florida man, an Alabama man, and a bartender. The neutral ground, will you? How are we gonna do this? This well, is an improv scene, by the way, so we're sorry. Okay. I'm,
3: I'm, I'm gonna go with Florida man. I'm
2: gonna go with Alabama man.
4: I guess I'm the bartender. Okay. Hey, baby, what can I get for you? Why am I going
2: British? I don't think oh, you, have you know to, what you should do. Actually, yeah. there is a very good uh, Florida and Russia exchange program, so okay. you should just take Russian. <laughs> um, well, which one does what? Super do Florida Viot, people come to Russia? Uh, I
4: don't I don't know words in Russian. You don't have to speak Spacon. Russian. <laughs> I don't know. What does Russian sound like? Can
3: I get you some drink?
1: You
4: worked with like six Russians. Yeah, and... I did, but I can't like pick that up right now. Just you pick want me to be, be the
3: bartender? One. I'll be the bartender.
4: I don't know. Okay, alright. You want me to be Russian?
2: You don't have to be, just be what feels
3: comfortable. Oh, this is all getting left I into
2: get the me. podcast, by the way.
4: Hey, how are y'all doing today?
2: Well, big game's coming up. Roll Tide going against them gators and losers um, oh,
3: i see yeah. you're rolling tide what's going on mate oh why am i why am i talking like this?
4: Australian. i'm so sorry she did this to me i, I did it i yeah. did it i inflicted you with the australian no it's
3: contagious well roll tide now uh, I'm, I'm gonna start over with that yeah, yeah, you're, florida you're florida man you're florida man you cannot be roll tide all right let's just start well roll tide up. now roll tide now what? but i see where you're coming from what? with that uh
4: can we just start this over so yeah, none of that. us are Australian? Yeah, I'm sorry yeah. for inflicting you no, all No, it's guys. fine. Okay.
1: It's, <laughs> it's so contagious.
4: I, it is. Uh, accents so in general. It isn't
1: fine. I gotta say.
4: And I've been doing a lot This is the weirdest D&D bartender
1: lately. I've ever heard in my life. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> she keeps changing accents. She keeps drink. demanding that how.
1: people restart things. This is a very strange bartender. <laughs> She's a
3: chameleon.
4: <laughs> Order again. I demand it. <laughs> Did
3: you take a sip yet? order again. Oh,
4: you know what? I'm going to go the complete opposite direction and just be a gruff bartender. Okay. Hey, what you want today?
2: Well, I think I have myself a Bud Light and everything just cuz I mean, I I just see the tide coming in, I see the waves right now. I think the tide's about to roll against these damn gators.
3: Astro snaps his neck straight towards the Alabamian speaking in my right ear. Where? I done heard you talk about rolling tide, and I see that we're pressed against each other. Why don't you go ahead and keep speaking? Go <laughs> speak speaking about the roll tide? Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, what? what? You look like a little Florida
2: man right there. Like, oh, we right? have a Florida
4: well, in here. Well, when
2: I hear little Florida man,
3: I see big Florida man.
2: Oh, I don't know about that. I think I could size you up just fine. I mean, I could roll straight over you if you wanted to. Guys,
3: guys,
4: guys.
2: You're neutral ground, lady. I think I can
4: fix everything with a pint of Dixie. How y'all like that?
2: That's some Louisiana beer, but I'm down for it. We can maybe come to some amenable agreements with that. Huh? Everybody Ma'am. likes
4: some Dixie. It's a nice, cool drink.
3: Ma'am, I absolutely love me some Dixie.
4: Oh, well, come on in. I'll give you a drink.
3: How about this? I see the man sitting over there speaking to me some, some, some down, some up, some away. I'm going to buy him two Dixies.
4: Dixie. I'm telling you now. Because you know
3: the first one goes down to quickish
4: oh, Ah, it does. So smooth, that Dixie beer.
3: And then all of a
2: sudden, the Alabama man just, like, stops and is completely dumbfounded by what he sees on the TV. Suddenly, there is a headline on the news on the television screen that says, This just in. In the new Cars oh 3 movie, God. it turns out that <laughs> Uh, The lovable character Mater, voiced by Larry the Cable Guy, will be outed as atheist in the next movie. (laughs)
4: What are they trying to do first? They had Harry Potter. Y'all know this. Harry Potter. And now, and now they have Mater as an atheist. Uh,
2: The Alabama man's eyes go a little bit white. Like, completely, like, shining white. And says, I'm sorry, boys. We gotta split now. And then... Out of nowhere, Magical the bar starts rumbling like crazy. Everybody's in a complete chaos. Where the bar splits completely in half, Earth is shattered. The bartender managed to land on the Florida side, and oh no! Take me with you, as Percy. <laughs> so as uh, I need my bar, please, uh, before he's even able to pay the tab, the entire half of the bar raises up with the rest of the entire state of Alabama. The Heart of Dixie was activated. <laughs> were. The Heart of Dixie were activated.
4: All the hearts of Dixie.
2: A holy nation was formed, powered by the blessings of Dixie. This cloaked the nation as it flew off to raid other lands and resources. In their complete rage of the morals of the rest of America and seeing the decline of what the traditional life can be, Alabama decided to just see its way out. The leaders of outlaw Alabama eventually became two men named Rusty and Dusty Oysterfishers with big lots and even bigger ambitions. One is the other's father, but it's impossible to tell which, and it has never been disclosed. The title they take on after the breakaway is Uncle.
5: <laughs> <Whistle>.
3: <laughs> this was written in before any of the <laughs> titles <laughs> away. They're, they're both uncle. They're both uncle of the land. Now, Uncle Rusty and Uncle Dusty are the core of Al-
2: Outlaw Alabama. Ugh... <laughs> uh. Now, Uncle Rusty and Uncle Dusty are at the core of Outlaw Alabama. A two-seat airboat is their mobile throne. Sorry, that's the mobile throne. Piloted yes. by their muscle, Haystack. Oh, Seated at their right side is Darlene Wildlife and Fisheries Soul Councilwoman. Hello? Sorry. Seated at their right side is Darlene, Wildlife and Fisheries Soul Councilwoman. And finally, wholly representative to the new governing body, Buck.
3: Book.
4: Book. Here he comes.
3: Now, Rusty and Dusty issued several decrees on their first day of roguehood in statehood. I'm gonna fire off two, and I wanna hear some thoughts on extras that fall in line with these. The first was that Uncle Piles would be engineered to complement Aunt Piles. The second was that nickels and pennies were worth more than dimes because, well, they're bigger. I wanna hear some.
1: This is just- Stupid. <laughs>
3: this is Outlaw Alabama. Ain't nothing stupid around here.
1: <laughs> the problem is I agree with the nickels and pennies thing. That's always bothered yeah, me. It's
3: just dumb. Uh. <laughs> well, then then coins are dumb. <laughs> yeah. I'm
1: just saying. I, I feel like they actually Outlaw Alabama has this one right. <laughs> like I know the point of this is to be ridiculous, but they nailed this one.
0: Oh my gosh, Cody.
1: I'm just saying. You her, converted Cody. Would, <laughs> Why would dimes be tiny? It's stupid.
2: The third decree was that Outlaw Alabama's national anthem would be one particular Leonard Skinner yes. song. That's right. Free bird. <laughs> because the whole nation flies.
0: <laughs> Why not Sweet Home Alabama?
3: <laughs> no, no. That's
0: it, no, what free. I said, Jordan. Thank no, you. No.
3: Thank you. It's already <laughs> taken.
4: In the final and most significant was that the church and state were no longer separated and would be conjoined through one as a ceremonial marriage.
2: Because marriage is a bond between a church and a state.
4: And that's all that matters. And that's
3: the decree.
4: And that's the decree. Amen. Praise face, Jesus.
3: Now, as far (laughs) as education, there's the Fight School run by Haystack, the Rangers College of Fishing and Hunting, under Darlene, and it's notable that there is no legal teachings of magics in this land, as it is directly defiant to the Paladin Sanctum, which is under the teachings of Book, the Arc General. If we want to get into some notable towns in Atlaw, Alabama, we'll go with Huntsville, Darlene's quarters, Mobile, Rusty and Dusty's airboat lodge, Auburn, the heretic pike, Muscle Shoals, Haystack's Field, and Fort Payne, also known as the Brig. So that's our uh, setup for the actual land. <laughs> I know it went on for a very extended period. <laughs> Did we mention we're sorry? <laughs> yeah, we're sorry. yeah,
2: I'll
1: take
3: Did that as a you're sorry, sorry.
0: about we're the cars sorry. reference. That's what I'll take it as. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're getting a new it gun in the, the mail. It the
4: final straw.
0: <laughs> so yeah, uh, this...
2: This whole conflict sparked just from uh, clearly Alabama's morals and ideals were different from the rest of America. So they just decided it's not all for that us.
4: Fiction. We're
2: gonna take off and go. Um and And that's... they
4: extended to the heavens because they were chosen by God.
3: I heard too much uh and, fiction and diction.
4: Yes. And they floated off to the Gulf of Mexico where we all know life has begun.
2: begun. So for the record, before we pass it <laughs> off to Cody, I'm gonna say that we are going to get off of this call eventually, and then we're still going <laughs> to be speaking in these accents no, for the rest
3: of the I night, can't. whether yeah. we want to be or not. It's I just, mean, it's I just already imprinted. adopted an Australian accent. Yeah,
4: I'm so sorry. I, I no, did no, that and no, I no apologies us. necessary.
1: I no, I mean, us. look, I'm from Indiana, so I can't even tell you're like doing different accents It all. Really just that's that's just how you sound to me.
3: <laughs> isn't, that, good. isn't that isn't that state in that song? Sweet home Indiana. Sweet <laughs> home Indiana.
1: Indiana. All right. Where uh, are the Cody, skies are sorry planned. for taking so no, long. No, that's okay. This section's short because all of mine are short. Because um, you didn't write this a section- world.
3: Wait a minute. Hold up. Before we do this, I just want to mention that all three of our states are within the first three mentioned in the state song. Huh. Baton Rouge, Louisiana, Indianapolis, Indiana, oh, hey, and Columbus you know right. is the capital of Ohio. Oh, Louisiana. how about that? <laughs> 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 no, go. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. Ugh. I'm sorry. All right.
1: This is called the Hobo Prophet.
3: Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> now you're sorry
4: thank
3: you <laughs> the outlaw poet
1: picks a lazy picks lazy chords on a four-stringed guitar i want to tell you a story about the hobo prophet oh my god rail was a curse much as it was a blessing Round the time that those iron ribbons cut apart parcels and bound us together folk took to wandering hoboing was a hard life and hard work met with low pay Each night you might either sit in a paradise or have to run from the mayor and all his demons. If a hobo was lucky, he would meet a blessed being along his wanderings. This is the story of the night I think I met the great prophet. The mayor and all his dogs had chased us out of our happy little camp, and we ran for salvation in boxcars. That night I didn't make the train, it had blazed right on by, and I was left in the cold and Fear setting in and the dogs a howling. I knew what was waitin' for me was a jail cell and a labor gang. I heard the huffin' and puffin' of another steamer coming slow and steady, almost like it was waiting just to pick me up. Light spilled out of an open door and I knew I had been saved. A hunched old timer held a hand down to me and swung me on up. Fire was burning in the car with the smell of coffee and beans and good whiskey. The old-timer was all in costume, with bindle stick and tattered clothes. He settled down and smiled his crooked two-smile. "'Ah, young one,' he said, "'you seem to be afraid, all alone and out of sorts.' I told that old-timer, "'Yes, sir, this world has made good people outlaws and evil men prosper. On nights like this, I don't see much hope.' He says, "'Hope is the medicine of fools.' I told that old man that he was miserable." He said, Misery, what for? I don't hope for people to be decent. I see them be decent. Ain't enough to teach a feller how to fish. You have to teach a feller to fish for others. Just like I fished for you. Have some coffee, have some beads. Look at the stars, young one, and listen to the rails. When we get off at the next stop, start fishing. I've never learned to fish, but the next town I brought a guitar with four strings, and now I play for others. That's the end of my section. Okay,
3: I didn't know Alabama was all about dirty hippies. <laughs> so, Cody, when I write a book, can you be a character? <laughs> no, I am yeah. loving these monologues. Well, no, so I was just gonna um, say, like, I I cheat love so
1: much. is what it is, and all of these things are okay, so the the prompt was Outlaw Alabama. And then I kind of ignored that and decided, like, <laughs> what if the prompt was outlaw country? Because those two things get conflated. So then I took yes. a bunch of outlaw country people and made them into characters and put them in my worlds.
2: No, Cody, I was going to say, I'm pretty sure you've been digging through Cormac McCarthy's trash can. <laughs> yeah.
3: Uh, <laughs> his waste bin. Cody. No, these are your... I'm drawing so much from what I think you have only, if not just primarily, been providing through dialogue. And that leaves a lot to interpretation and i have been enjoying this um if i don't write a book from what you've been doing you're gonna be a character <laughs> in something that i do one day you may not be a good character but you'll be a character <laughs> there. I, I love that caveat at the end you might not be a good yeah, character
1: but you will nice be a character give a, it's nice to <laughs> give a compliment then take it back real quick
3: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a backhanded compliment.
2: I'm glad you elucidated on like the homelessness and the mental health epidemic by just making a hobo profit. So, I mean,
0: it works. So. You know, Cody, you did something, and that's all that matters. Thanks, guess. I prepare and I write all the stuff, and then Cody shows up. <laughs> Cody shows up half a So Cody. here's a story <laughs> about a hobo prophet. And then I'll tell you about Waylon Je- Jennings and all the other outlaw country guys. Wow, Jordan,
1: way to actually know what I was talking about. Yeah, like, Cody. Hey, guess what was a lot nice. of the reference when nice. I looked up what
0: an Outlaw was? Country oh. music.
1: Now, here's the here's the question. Did you get as far down as Blaze Foley in Towns Van Zandt? <laughs> Not <laughs> in the least
0: bit. I stopped if at you, Jennings, Nelson, and a
1: couple of others. If you had, my world would seem a lot less original. Anyways. <laughs> Lord, Cody. Just, uh, no, I'm just saying that's the key to seeming like you're original. Just make it. Just your, go a, a, to like the hundredth page of Google, Google, and just be yeah. like, we oh done." I got
2: it. You just it. gotta
1: make that cut deep enough, and everyone just assumes you had an original thought. Wow, he's
2: a genius. No, no, he's just stealing. Welcome to Cody's math and uh, writing
0: class. Today we're going to talk about derivatives.
3: <laughs> oh my gracious, did he go deep?
0: Here is my last section. Society current. The first part comes from Don Donson. Wait. The what? first part comes from Don Donson.
3: Don, yes. son of Don? That's exactly what I We just, just say Don Jr. We just say Don Jr. around here. No. Don Jr. was my father. You can call me Don Donson. This one's,
0: <laughs> <laughs> this one's from the book of the lesser Don. <laughs> that sounds <laughs> almost like a demon.
3: That the sounds lesser like a Don. very, very bad buff. Lesser Don seems like a very terrible buff. We call upon like, you, oh, God, oh great Lesser Don.
0: Give us the strength we need. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, here's uh, my Society Current. Will keeps telling me to come out here to the wall and keep track of the progress. Honestly, things are going quite well. The wall wasn't demanded through a law or a dictation, but it was out of necessity. Anywhere we told about the aliens agreed that we needed to protect this land and offered to help. Though, even with very few people left after this disaster, building the wall is coming along quite well and there haven't been many sightings of the aliens. We take anything from the old world to help build the wall up. That's old dead cars left on the street to parts from old houses and office buildings. We've been resourceful so far so things have been going smoothly. As a symbol of defiance, we fly the flag of the outlaw all along the wall to make sure that every being out there knows who they are messing with if they ever cross within Alabama. We've got guns, we've got beer, and we've got each other. That's all we'll need. Sure, some worry about supplies getting scarce, but we can make whatever we need if we put our minds to it. Heck, one good crossbow ought to last a lifetime. There is still plenty of fuel left over for vehicles and ways to make shelter. And even without powered vehicles, we've got horses wrangled up and I heard old Johnny Cart learn to ride a deer. We are fine. We live off the land and don't need fast food restaurants to be fat and happy. All is good here. Back in the old world, people used to tell us over and over with every decision we were just setting our people back in time and on a constant decline. So what if we go back? Life will just get easier for us. So for this first part, this was extremely hard for me to write because I'm trying to write a world with no laws. And I didn't really know where to start for this. But um, there are no laws and the communities are small enough so people are kind of spread far enough out so that however they decide to live is fine. Um, If someone disagrees, they just have to go off and start their own settlement. And then... For supplies, there are still lots of places where people can loot and they can um, get whatever they need, but a lot of it is still trying to figure out a way of how to do everything the quote-unquote old-fashioned way. And then my last part comes back to Willie Johnson. These so-called scientists keep pushing us, saying we are uncivilized and other nonsense, like without laws, we will just crumble and society can never be created. But I say that is all horse garbage. They want to rule our land? They want to oppress us with their science? Well, without laws, things have been going fine. And without laws like me, we will keep driving these scientists out till they are stuck on the other side of the wall with them aliens. With a rebel yell, we will kick all who don't see our way of thinking out of our sweet outlaw country. Outlaw Alabama will be great forever. And... I am done. So
2: it took everything in me not to yell more, more, more. (laughs) Yes, yes, thank you.
3: If you weren't going to say that, then now I can't say anything. That was because, my Billy oh, Idol yeah. trigger. Yeah. <laughs> but also, I it's a ju- hairpin. I- Billy Idol triggers are
0: hairpins. I did actually a couple of song references. Most of them were outlaw country, so they were probably missed, but yeah.
2: I uh, also very much enjoy this version of Steve- Stephen King's The Country Mist. <laughs> so, I mean,
3: would The Country Miss?
2: Yeah, that was much more creative than we <laughs> did.
0: <laughs> you guys had jackalopes. sentient jackalopes. I think you're fine.
3: <laughs> Is that, that all it did. takes? <laughs> Look, if that's all it takes, I'll put jackalopes into everything. I'm glad our bits are the ones that make it. I'm not saying you're
1: right, but isn't that a sucky feeling when, like, you start your world and you're really proud of it, and then you just get one-upped by someone else? And you're just like, well, come on. Like, really? <laughs>
0: I mean, that was our. Musical yeah, I don't even want to episode talk episode about that. We just got rushed.
1: We had a guest and he just curb stomped us into the ground. Oh, uh, uh, that's yeah, only now a. Good Holden thing, murdered though. us both I on World Yeah.
0: <laughs> Holden, will you do seem to be doing he pretty well. Like, you're, you look good <laughs> for being dead, you know? Because of the lesser Don, he is back to life. He did it
2: just to impress Lexi. But, um.
3: <laughs> I'm telling Lexi.
2: So, for our current time, uh. After months sorry after months of raiding other lands under the cloaking of the heart of Dixie, such as France, Morocco, Scottsdale, an insurgent group known as the Maiders Taters, oh spearheaded by Channing Tatum himself, Alabama's prodigal son, has taken charge against the paladin army of Outlaw Alabama, known as the Yellow Hammers. The Taters have managed to shut down the cloaking device. But they must steal the heart of Dixie in order to reunite Alabama, both figuratively and literally, with its homeland. So, if this was a tabletop campaign, this is probably where it would take place. You take you the Alabamans or you take the Maters. And you got to pick a side in order to stop America from being invaded by outlaw Alabama again. Right.
3: And you've got this um treasure, in a sense. You've got this you primary... It. Yes, it's either... Obtain it or protect it. You've got, I mean, if you want to go in only one of two directions, a protect or obtain, there can certainly be more complex sides, but there is a treasure that exists. Yeah. The heart of Dixie.
2: I guess that would be our uh, focal point of the actual campaign if somebody was to run it. But of course, there could be murder <laughs> hobos or, you know, hobo prophets if Cody's involved uh, that, could, <laughs> that could ruin this campaign. So.
3: They're too powerful. They really are.
2: And then you could take the U.S. factor if you want to and try to prevent Alabama from using its holy power <laughs> I against I going to say yes. Alabama
3: from existing. No,
2: no. Its holy power. Uh, that was a quick wrap up for us, but um, we had so many set dressings that we,
3: I think, wisely chose
2: not to include in here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs>
3: probably. <laughs> a lot of tippy toes, a lot of toes and tips.
4: We, we tipped, dummy toed.
3: And then we towed and we tipped.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Cody, um, would you like to
3: narratively? Yeah, I'm ready. Sorry, I
1: was I was really getting. I, I just started listening to Rebel Yell, you know, and and then I just kind of got lost.
3: More more and What
1: really kills me chicken. about that <laughs> line, though, Jordan, is more I'm pretty sure more. Billy Idol would not be welcome in your version of Outlaw Alabama.
3: <laughs> no, he wouldn't. But I just want—I really just wanted the song so- reference. I will say listen to Children of Bodom's Rebel Yell, and then I will say listen to Billy Idol's uh, White Wedding because sometimes I mix the two up and I think White Wedding's better. I, than I Rebel think Yell. I agree I with you. I, disagree I'm pretty with sure, that. sure that's Billy true. Billy Idol talking. Oh. I like White Wedding.
2: I just think of Lost Boys every time I think of Billy Idol. So wait, what did you doing <laughs> just just
3: Lost looked Boys? like the absolutely Lost Boys? <laughs> just
2: everybody looks like Billy Idol in that movie. <laughs>
3: okay. <laughs> oh, absolutely nothing. I think of Barbara Streisand every time I see uh, Pokemon. Why? <laughs> she has nothing to do with it.
1: Okay?
0: He was
3: making fun of You know, of me, I will say,
1: though, it's weird that you picked Barbara Streisand, because she oh, does no, kind of look like the guitar player for Billy Idol. Like, I know it <laughs> seems like I'm, I'm kidding, you, but I'm looking at him right
3: now. He does look like a Pokemon. And, you know,
1: he, he looks a little... Anyways, oh. I'll, I'll finish off this thing.
3: I thought you were going to say... <laughs> I thought you were gonna say she does look like a Pokemon, <laughs> and I was trying to picture which one, oh. and Straggly came into mind. Okay,
1: you ready for my last section? This this actually oh, is yeah. a historic. Like this does explain the backstory of Outlaw Alabama. So, I technically did a world shop, anyways. This last section is called
0: <laughs> Get Out of Here. This last section <laughs> is narrated by I Uncle, and job. it's called Mary. Uncle Mary.
1: Anyways,
0: <laughs> Uncle, and it's called Mary.
1: Powerful woman was Mary. The voice that could start a dry field burning. Pure Alabama outlaw. Everything about Mary was larger than life. When she sang, it was a shout, and when she played guitar, everyone near stomped. She brought people together, gathered them up. One peaceful night, Mary was playing and shouting in the town. All folk had come out to hear her sing. It was a good time for all type of folk together. But, up to the stand drives a big white Cadillac, all <laughs> shining in gold. And out steps a man, swollen like a tick, with rings on every finger and a fine linen suit. The mare had arrived, and a, smi- and a sour smell followed him, all sickly. See, Mary was an outlaw. We don't know what trouble she had been in, but we all knew that she had done something. Being poor was a crime, looking wrong was a crime, and disagreeing with the mayor was a crime. So here come the mayor and all his posse to arrest Mary. She saw that villain coming even as she sang and sweat poured off her face as she shouted her discontent. I thought for sure those were her final words before she'd be shut in a cell or hung, and the mayor thought so too. As he marched right up to her all smug and sure. But Mary, she was an outlaw through and through. Doesn't matter how big or how important you are, when Mary breaks a telecaster over your head, you drop like a rock. The mayor learned it that night. Now Alabama is for the outlaws, the poor, the thieves, and the drifters. We run out the mayor and took this place for those that needed a home. Welcome to Outlaw Alabama. And I'm done. Oh, God. (laughs) It was a city the entire time. Wow. So 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 yeah, I didn't exactly do world shop, so sorry like it. it happens sometimes.
0: It's, Cody, it's
2: fine. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I
0: did either, so it's fine.
4: Yeah. I don't know what ours was.
2: Well, going off of two words, I think we all did pretty well,
0: at least. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like, I mean, yeah. the whole thing with Outlaw Alabama, we said from the beginning, it's whatever you make it. And I think we all made something, so I guess we did it.
2: Jordan, do you- yeah, we made
3: some. So if we want to get into the lore of Outlaw Alabama, yeah, as I don't actually
2: remember
0: how this started.
3: It was either you or me, and it was nonsense when it started. It might have been a. Uh, it's
4: still nonsense.
3: It might have been a Venmo thing where one of us bought something and the other paid them money and just typed it out loud. I also Alabama. forget the origin. We <laughs> both have it in notes on our phones. I I think I've never put a definition to it, but I'm loving what has become as <laughs> Oh, so I see at least three franchises happening. I do. Across. I do too. Um I would I would go happily with any one of these three outcomes of Outlaw <laughs> Alabama. I mean, I just made Modern Red Dead Redemption,
0: so. Yeah,
2: <laughs> no, Jordan, you literally made a recent Twilight Zone episode. Like I'm not saying it already happened, but you just wrote a Twilight Zone episode.
3: <laughs> I I do that sometimes. You know, I think Cody was completely correct in stating his as a fe- fever dream. <laughs> <laughs> it was. <laughs> I almost, I almost said the dream about dream, fevers. Which you know, I'm equally interested in.
4: Also, same.
1: That was a description from my brother. I like told him about one of my worlds that I was doing for my podcast. He doesn't understand it. He just goes, "Oh, so you just write down fever dreams?" Got it. And I'm like, "Well, I mean,
0: it's funny because he said that all the way yeah, back. Yeah, it was in pretty long 20. time
1: ago, and I'm still just doing the same
2: thing. <laughs> yep. you know, it's a strange way to handle <laughs> uh, writer's block, but I think it works.
0: Yeah. yeah, so Cody, yeah. actually, you know what? I'm going to say Cody wrote a book and he won't let me read it. So I'm going to get more Why people on my side. Like that, Come <laughs> on. Please let Jordan, us read You're this thinking book. it's
1: going to be entertaining. What it is, is N- NaNoWriMo is not a good place to write a good book. It's a good place to finish a book. And that's what I did.
0: We're going <laughs> to get that book on this show Definitely
3: so. not. Did you just incite death?
1: No, no, no. What I was saying is that like I I did Nano and Jordan wants to read it and I and I told him no because it's a really bad
0: book. It's just like it, but it's a book that a friend wrote and I will Cody. Yes, right.
3: If you cool. if you let us read let your us book,
0: read it. You every guest us we have from now on, we I'm just gonna tell
3: Jordan. about the book until we have yeah, everybody it to us. Don't like. Give it to we need
0: the fun this book. Thing is
4: yeah, no, 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 no,
2: no. It'd be great if we all had it, but Jordan didn't. Oh, yeah, that would be so cruel. We can read it. We... Jordan, we, we will write you the spark notes.
3: <laughs> and we'll probably lie about them the whole way. And there yeah, were exactly. space cowboys be and ball. lasers and...
4: And then there were jackalopes, and then there was
1: Outlaw El- El- uh, You know, Beana. there wasn't a love interest, Jordan. At the time, I wasn't reading, like, three romance to- novels a week, so.
0: Oh, my. Like, what, then what's the point of writing if it's not going to
3: have love in it?
1: I mean, it has love. It just doesn't have romance. There's a difference. Gosh.
3: Okay. What? No.
1: What's the best romance novel what's that I've your read? What's the best
3: romance novels you read?
1: Um,
0: oh,
3: two. I two. don't actually I know do the their two. Two. names. Can, can you
1: Can you wait, like, two seconds for me to give you a real answer to that?
0: <laughs> okay, well, in the meantime, I'm going to roll for the next world so we're not having a complete blank space. But, like, well, Cody I have a real respond. answer to it.
3: Do you have a whole notepad worth of romance novels you need to read? No,
0: I want to read, read romance, novels. Instead of
3: romance novels. Hello,
0: Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> Every, Every time, time. Let's redo it. Let's Hello, redo it. Alabama. Um, let me Hello, look to...
4: Alabama. Jackalopes all around.
0: Okay, so the I just rolled. The official roll is number twelve. Rule based off of a genre. Alright, cool. I'm excited. Ooh, what genre? Okay. Anyways, Cody, what
1: are these love romance um, things? Um so gosh, here's the deal. The okay. the most positive know. so I, I have uh some of my friends are librarians, so naturally they wanna like list all the books that we read and keep track of them. Um, I'm going to say Remember When 3 was a decent romance novel because it called attention to the fact that um, in order for a relationship to work, you can't just make um, grand romantic gestures like that's not that doesn't actually help anything. You know what I mean? Like at some point, if you guys like like if two people have a problem, you can't fix it. By like doing this big romantic thing, you have to actually like solve the problem.
0: Yeah, you talked about that one on our. I'm anime pretty sure
1: episode. I did, and then I'm also gonna go. I have the
0: memory of a god, Wait. so <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: I'm just reading back through the list of romance novels that I read, and uh, Wild and Wicked Scott is on there, but that's not a good one. What the? Uh, it's,
0: is
3: it's that? a. Is that a? So yeah, if you want to hear novel?
0: about that, hey, I haven't given um, my second book. Place, it though. was on. It was on episode 22 where Cody Anyways, talked about Anyways, second
1: place goes to French. Okay. Um, It's not, like, necessarily quality-wise good, but it was a fun read. So I, I just enjoyed it.
3: Yep. You're welcome. <sighs> Thank you, Cody. Thank you guys Cody. for humoring Don't,
0: him. Uh, no one's
1: humoring me. These are quality <laughs> novels, Look, kind I of. not can't, I can't dog Kinda.
3: anybody for any personal reading or entertainment. I mean, neither can I because I, I read some crap, so. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I read yeah. some literal things that I will say. Yeah, you probably won't like it, but I, <laughs> but I finished it. it. I yeah. finished it, and I enjoyed well, it. Well,
4: I have a problem with, it. like, I'll start something, and then, like...
3: I'm too after... far into yeah, it. Yeah, I'm
4: too far into it. I'm like, this is
3: That bad. I have to know how it ends. Okay, guys, I gotta end the show. I'm
1: sorry. Cody, do you have anything to plug? Look me up on... Wor- uh, no, not World Shop. Wandering Gamer Network. I'm everywhere. There we go. Plug's done. Okay, you guys.
2: <laughs> uh, Twitch.tv slash instant 3 play
3: um, Spelled in all American letters.
0: <laughs> yeah,
4: We, we don't play have... games horribly. One
3: word, no space. We're bad at games, but We're we play them <laughs> well I will then. attest that you we...
0: guys have an amazing stream and I love just getting on and hanging out there. So. And yelling
3: Mwah. at
2: us. <laughs> 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 well, thank you and I will say you have a very unique taste. So. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> and you can find me at something I guess zero zero at twitch.tv. I stream sometimes.
3: And I tune in sometimes.
0: (laughs) Anyways, thanks everybody for listening. And we will catch you on the flip side. Bye. Bye. Bye.
5: Bye.